John, how many times in your life have you heard, get back on that horse? Well, you know, not not many. I, you know, I've not ridden that many horses in my lifetime. Okay, no, not like an actual horse. You know what? Never mind. I'll explain it in the episode to come. Welcome here. We are the Bible Story Podcast, a podcast aimed at sharing biblical stories each week in order to help us grow in a relationship with God. I mean, we are not the Bible Story Podcast. We're not no, I, I guess we are not. <laughs> okay. Welcome my, to the Bible Story Podcast. Perfect. My name is Bryn Poach, and my pro-host over there <laughs> is John Draper. Well, I, I really appreciate that pro-host. I like it, but it might be a slight overstatement. No, you know. it only took me seven and a half seasons to get there. I'm pr- I am proud of it. I'm sticking to it. <laughs> Seriously, I don't know if pro is 100% the right word. I'll take it, though. No, I'll it, take it. No, it stands for proficient. So oh. it is indeed the correct word. I thought it all through. Yeah, much better. Much more reasonable bar for us to, <laughs> yeah. to meet than just like proficient. professional. Yeah. Uh, we're just trying our best here, and we're having fun doing it. Absolutely. There's nothing wrong with trying our best and growing along the way. All right, Braden, what is the story we have for the listeners today? Okay, well, we are going ahead through the first half of Acts, and we're going to hit chapter 1 verses 12 to 26 today and it's a really interesting story that I think we skim over or like might seem really insignificant to some people but I'm really excited to unpack it. Okay. Well, if uh if you're excited, then I'm excited because Perfect. you know, excitement's contagious. <laughs> Great. If uh we will get, we're going to jump in where we left off last week, which yep. was shortly after the moments when Jesus was uh, taken up into heaven. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. disciples watched him ascend into heaven, and you know they were reminded of their call to share the story of Jesus. Now, throughout Acts, we will see this process begin, the sharing of the story and the very beginnings of the church, which is pretty epic. Yeah, it's I truthfully, Acts is one of my favorites. Um, okay, so we're going to get into it. John, in the preview, I asked you how familiar you are with the phrase, get back on that horse, to which you were reasonably confused and caught off guard. Uh, yes, I was caught off guard. I still don't understand what horses have to do with this story. I have not read any horses in this text. <laughs> okay, bear with me. Bear with me. Just, All right. Okay. Um, I'll ask it in a slightly different way. Okay. So, have you ever experienced a setback that was hard to continue on from? Ah, uh, yes, I have. I think a lot of us have in the last year. Zero setbacks in my Zero life. Zero setbacks in your life. <laughs> I, how many times did you, you reschedule your wedding? <sighs> like um, so many. Yeah. Just jokes. I've, there's, a, there's setbacks. I just made, I just made like. You made me Braden's, remember all the bad times. Really sad. <laughs> hard, but hard I'm married memories. now, so that's good. Okay, you continue on with your story. All right. I, this year... Our, our big setback for our summer camp, Covenant Bay Bible Camp, which we work at, um, was in our operational income. I mean, 2020 and then 2021 this year, um, we're just like, we've lost maybe half of our expected income in 2020. Yeah. And operational income for the kids out there, that just means... There stuff was, to pay there for was, stuff. There was no money. Yeah. <laughs> So it was really hard and it was a huge setback. And that was a result of the COVID-19 virus and the necessary restrictions. Uh, I don't think we are unique in all of that. Like I no. said, um, it's, it's a setback nevertheless. And it was a difficult thing to quote unquote, get back on the horse, as you would like to say. Yeah. 
I do like to. I I appreciate you sharing that. And correct me if I'm wrong here, but also there's like a there's getting back on the horse, like physically, like actually trying to mm-hmm. fundraise and um you know get people here yep. for summer camp, paying for things, but also like an emotional setback of like okay. Yeah, it really took the wind out of our sails. Yeah. It was a hard. That's I actually think that's the hardest part for me. Yeah. In in all of the COVID scenario. Yep. I would agree. It's just like hard to keep sailing mm-hmm. with no sail. Yep. My sail has a lot of holes in it. It's kind of like cheesecloth. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's a lot of people who have felt that um early in September, October mm-hmm. um uh around where we live because yeah. of just some of the restrictions and the and the fourth wave of COVID that's come about. So. Yeah yeah alberta canada mm-hmm. what a place That's okay where we so live. john i do i appreciate you sharing that and and here's the thing i'm actually really excited to share this story because i do think that it's an important lesson that touches on the wind in our sails if you were getting back on the horse there you go and today's lesson is purpose pushes through so Brayden, let's start by reading this section, a section of this story, and then okay. maybe we can just unpack it. Sounds good. So I'll read a little bit. It might not make exact sense, but then John will give us context and we'll go sure. from there. Okay. This is Acts chapter 1 and verses 22 to 26. Beginning from the baptism of John until the day when he was taken up from us. Okay. So that's when Ta- he, it says he was taken up from us. That's talking about Jesus. Okay. Okay. So they had just watched, they had watched that happen. One of these men must become with us a witness to his resurrection. So they're kind of like looking around and, and talking. The disciples are looking around and talking to a group of men. Okay. So they're kind of like deciding as a group. So one of these men must become with us a witness to his resurrection. And they put forward two of these men. Joseph called Barsabbas, who was also called Justice. That's a cool name. Mm-hmm. And Matthias. And they prayed and said, you, Lord who know the hearts of all, show which one of these two you have chosen and take the place in this ministry and apostleship from which Judas turned aside to go to his own place. So the group then, they cast lots for them and the lot fell on Matthias and he was numbered with the 11 apostles. All right, so to explain that a little, we're, we're at a crucial moment at the beginning of a bigger story. Yeah. Now, the disciples were preparing to go out and teach all they had learned with Jesus over the years of following him. So pretty, pretty big moment right now. Yeah, they're like, it's, uh, it's uh, their locker room chat, like their pep talk. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> kind of. Kind of, yeah. You know? Okay, so, and however, they, in this moment, they're getting ready to do this big thing, but then they're, they're dealing with this large setback or the, this betrayal, specifically in this instance of Judas, one of the 12 disciples who had betrayed Jesus, turned him into the authorities, and, and that act would ultimately lead to his imprisonment and his death on the cross. Yeah. So keep this in mind. There's, this was no surprise to Jesus. Jesus right. knew that yeah. Judas was going to betray him. Um, but we see now in these verses act in Acts that the other 11 disciples were trying to come to terms with the actions of Judas and mm-hmm. you know the space that was now needing to be filled in the group of men because he was no longer a part of them. He was right. actually he actually hung himself yeah. after Jesus died because he was just so messed up and yeah. and broken about the whole situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean 
So this is where I think we kind of just like brush over this scenario a little bit. So it's hard to imagine the, this being an easy decision. I don't think right. they were just like, oh, we're going to, um, you know, like eeny, meeny, miny, mo. We'll no. just pick someone. No. They're dealing with a lot of emotional turmoil here. I think probably the wind out of their sails a little bit. Absolutely. They had this group. They're ready to go on and teach, you know, about um, Jesus and his life. Yet they're they're needing to replace someone, a close friend who had betrayed them. And so, you know, they, they'd been traveling together for years. They've seen unbelievable miracles. They've bonded through weddings and death and everything in between. They've truly, in its essence, done life together. Mm. And then one of them, one of the, you know, inside group turns around and he, he turns the teacher, their leader, and ultimately the Messiah that we know as Jesus. He turns him in. Yeah, which turns, then, turns him into the authorities. Yeah. To which, be crucified. Which then starts the events of his death. Now, you know, we, again, we, we understate this small bit of, of um, scripture here. And I, but I think it's hard to justify it as an easy decision for them to replace Judas. Yeah. You know, Braden, I, I appreciate you pointing this out. They, they would have known Judas like a brother. Yeah. They would have cared for one another, shared in crucial moments. Uh, I think at this moment, they would be mourning the loss of Judas in a few different ways. Mm -hmm. One, you know, like how could he betray, you know, our Lord, the Messiah, right. our teacher? And then second, uh, they're mourning the loss of his life. He, he was no longer alive. He was mm -hmm. dead. Mm -hmm. And that was really sad for them. Yeah, there, there, there's a lot of complexity to the scenario. Mm -hmm. um, and I agree. You know, I agree. The, the one thing I, I do really appreciate in this, however, is that they, they don't let this derail the entirety of the purpose given to them by Jesus. No, you're absolutely right. The purpose to share the story of Jesus must have been, it must have been an immense passion and weight to carry. Yeah. Especially in the midst of this, um, you know, dealing with the grief of Judas, to still be on so focused on the purpose that Jesus had gave, gave them. Mm -hmm. it, it, the, the betrayal of Judas could have given them grounds to question a lot of things. Yeah. You could have questioned the people around them, the other disciples, you know, like yeah. kind of people's commitment. It would have yeah. been easy for that to derail things. Yeah. But, you know, they knew the likelihood of, they knew the likelihood of their own death yeah. while preaching the story was high. So, um, so in the midst of, of questioning each other i don't know if they were questioning each other but in the midst of all of this grief yeah they knew that the stakes were high mm -hmm. they knew that they they stood a lot to lose in the midst of carrying on friends family status life itself all of it mm -hmm. but they carried on and and they knew that sharing the gospel story and jesus jesus's life story was more important than any single one of them or any of their fears or, or worries mm -hmm. it's it's really amazing it's like so courageous so bold in my opinion that's i really love acts for that as we go through it there's so much bold moments and steps of faith you know they're they're letting the purpose drive them they're letting the purpose to to speak about jesus to share his life drive them it's not about themselves it's about sharing the hope and the light of the world you know, I, I've had, you know, we've, we mentioned it 
briefly, I've had minor setbacks in my life on various different occasions, and we all kind of have. And and it's easy to to even then, you know, to it's to think about not continuing on. You know, sometimes you look ahead and you know that the road is hard, right? We're still in some ways in the midst of COVID and we know that the next six months are probably going to be hard or Mm -hmm. there's setbacks. And sometimes it just feels like throwing in the towel is just the best decision. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, let's just wave that white flag and just like hibernate for six months. I I totally get what you're you're saying and and what you're feeling. And in many ways, um, framing you know, the death of a friend mm. um, maybe is uh, saying it, that it's a setback <laughs> doesn't do justice to the, the, the grand nature of that scenario. Right. Right. Like it's more than just a setback in, yeah. in many ways, right? It's yeah. like, it is hard. Yeah. It's so hard. But uh, to be honest, I've, I've been there myself, whether mm-hmm. it be, you know, recently through through some of the issues of COVID and, and some of the things that have come about there or, or the death of my father or, you know, anyway, long story short, I've been there it, mm-hmm. and it makes me really humble and super grateful to, to these disciples for doing what they did without people like them willing to risk major, major consequences. Their life. Their lives. Yeah. <laughs> um, to share the story and life of Jesus. You know, our faith today well, it probably wouldn't look the way it does mm-hmm. without them risking it all. Yeah. And, and even today, sharing the story of Jesus, like we said in our last episode, is still crucially and vitally important, you know, and that purpose can push us through a lot of the setbacks and the traumatic experiences and it, because it's so important. And, and that's, you know, it's to say it's that idea of getting back on the horse you've fallen off the horse to get back on of it to get back on and and try again to keep to keep going one step in front of the other i mm. had a plan for the horse thing all along too. yeah think? it nothing to do with actual horses mm. but i i appreciate nope. the metaphor yeah it's all about the metaphor <laughs> you know when we face a struggle or a certain hardship we can let the purpose and mission given to us by god push us through that scenario now here's the thing it does not mean that that will be any easier or that the consequences that we face are going to be any less. It simply means that there is a way through that God gives us and knows the way through and that we can carry on from that moment of hardship. You know, if we are firm in who God has created us to be and mm-hmm. confident in our, in our relationship with Jesus, you know, the mission to share his story remains and can definitely carry us through a lot of things. Yeah. It's, it's a big and heavy purpose. Sharing the story of Jesus isn't an easy thing to do. But remember, we are not carrying this alone. Just as the disciples picked a new member to carry on within their you know, small community of 12 men and, and to continue the mission, we too have people around us to lean on, to pray with, to grow alongside. We're not meant to live this life alone. Growth Tip Time Brayden, it is growth tip time. <gasps> Your favorite part of the podcast. My favorite. Now, a reminder that this season, we're going to be trying to answer some questions we've had from campers along with our growth tip. So are you ready, my friend? Oh, I am always ready. 
I mean, for this part, I'm not ready for a lot of other things in life, but for this part, I am ready. Okay, right. today our topic comes from one of the campers that we had in our second last week of camp, and they were asking about purpose. The question is, how do we know our purpose? Well, the, you know, this is a really, really good question. And again, we can only touch on these topics with the time we have, but we will hopefully revisit um, this in, in a future episode. So yes. stay tuned for that. Uh, let's learn from our scripture today. The disciples were called by Jesus to follow him, right? Mm-hmm. Which, you know, all of us receive that same calling and have that opportunity to respond to God's call. So the disciples then were told specifically that they were to share his story, Jesus' story, with all the people, which, you know, I think is another purpose or mission we have as Christians. Collective, you know, we've all been collectively given mm-hmm. that purpose. And and I think if you read through Matthew 28, uh, you're going to see, uh, uh, see this context or see this uh, purpose. Kind of gives us that specific out, call. Yeah, laid out really, really well. So take yeah. some time, read Matthew 28, and you'll, I think you'll appreciate it. Okay. And then, John, just to add on to that, mm-hmm. and it, if I'm misunderstanding, you know, st- straighten me out. Um, but... To my knowledge, when we're looking at kind of a specific individual calling, so like my calling, your calling, you know, mm-hmm. people have that kind of in their conversational language. Yep. Um, some people will know very clearly what they are to do. Right. You know, a, a specific job, a journey, a vocation, a call to preach or to teach or, or any of the above. And now others, more likely perhaps the majority of individuals will, will use their skills and gifts that are, you know, God has given them to continue to serve and honor him. So it's not something specific, but he's given them gifts and skills, things they're good at. And, and they use that to honor him. Now we could be doing something with zero relation to the church, you know, but if we're doing it in a God honoring way with the intent to teach people about him and glorify him, then that is in itself fulfilling our purpose. I totally agree. We don't need to make it feel like we aren't going on big trips or preaching at church, that we are any less purposeful than the next person who may be doing some of those things. Mm-hmm. It's I, 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 Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, jumping into just a quick growth tip for today to, you know, kind of end off this question. Um, I would like everyone to practice joy this week. Mm. You know, how can you share joy with some people around you? I, I like that. Sounds like an awesome tip. Um, being intentional, intentionally joyful can be a really powerful thing. Yeah. So don't underestimate this tip and have fun with it. Be sure to share this podcast with a friend and remember to follow us on Instagram and submit any further questions that you may have at Bible Story Pod. Lastly, there is nothing more important than a growing relationship with Jesus. Till next time, have a wonderful week. Braden, do you know any other languages? Si, senor. <laughs> I learned Spanish in high school. And I got pretty good at it. I wish I could just, just like suddenly chat with you in Spanish. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. Coming up on the Bible Story Podcast, John is going to talk in a totally different language. <laughs>